Welcome to Words of Life, Love, and Freedom. I'm your host, Paul McKibben, and I'm going to be sharing a little bit about being set free. And I'm actually titling this episode, Finally I'm Free. And the reason why I decided to call this episode that is because of some personal struggles that I used to have in my life, some things that I had been through, things I did when I was, started doing when I was younger and it carried over into my adult life. But, you know, I've already, I've already shared about how I've been set free from drugs and alcohol and I was set free from all those ill effects from being sexually abused as a kid. But there was still this one problem that I had lingering in my life. And it was an addiction to nicotine. Now, I quit smoking like eight years ago, seven or eight years ago. But I had still continued using other nicotine products. Basically, I'd quit smoking and I'd switch to vaping. And then I went to the... The vaping was actually really hard to get off of. It was, I think, even more addictive than the cigarettes. But when I was um, vaping, I had to use the patch and the lozenge, nicotine patch and nicotine lozenge together just to get off of vaping. And then I started using the strongest nicotine lozenge just by itself. And then I went to the the weakest nicotine lozenge because there's only a two and a four milligram lozenge. And then when I went from the weakest nicotine lozenge, I switched over to the weakest nicotine patch. And I did the nicotine patch for a while, like... I don't know, maybe six months or so, six, seven months, maybe. And I was just, you know, I was one of those ones that I, it just, it was a process for me. I had to kind of wean myself off of it. And I slowly cut the nicotine a little more and a little more every time that I would switch and do something different. But The reason why I was prompted to share this uh, in this episode about finally I'm free is because today, which is Sunday, February the 6th, 2022, I have been exactly four weeks totally nicotine free. And that's a milestone for me because I've been smoking since I was like 14 years old and I'm 48 now. So, I don't know, at least 30 years or so that I probably smoked before I quit. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, it was a tough addiction. Um... But, um, yeah, it was something that I really had a hard time with. And 
the Lord kept prompting me to try to try to take care of this problem, do something about it, you know. And so I was trying to uh, figure out the best way to do it, and I, you know, there was times that I, in my own under my in my own strength, I made attempts at trying to get off the nicotine. And I failed miserably. And it wasn't until I put it in the Lord's hands. It says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, in my own power, I could not do it. I couldn't. I just didn't have lack the willpower. And I didn't have enough, um, I didn't have enough strength within myself to be able to quit nicotine. I was that addicted to it. Now in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9, Paul was sharing about what God, about what Jesus told him, what, what God told him. And Paul said, and he said to me, talking about God, God said, my grace is sufficient. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Then Paul went on to say, therefore, most gladly, I will will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, in today's day and time, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to boast about being sick or being struggling with infirmities. But that was, uh, that's really the attitude we're supposed to have, I guess. But for me, what I get out of that the, the most is what God said. My grace is sufficient for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So in other words, and to put that a little more in layman's terms and in a more basic English, God is saying, my grace is sufficient for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So that, that really speaks volumes to me, folks, because... Really, in my life, God's power and his strength manifested the most in my life when I was physically and humanly at my weakest uh, in my uh, human efforts or uh, in my weakest at whatever it was that I was struggling with. It could have been sanity. It could have been my emotions or feel like I'm at a breaking point over something. But when I felt that I was at my weakest at whatever it was I was struggling with, that's when God's power became, his strength became more evident in my life. Now that is something that really um, will, will really open your eyes.
Most people feel like they have to be strong in order to make it. But what God is saying here is that His grace is sufficient for when we are, even in our weaknesses, that's when His strength is made perfect. In our weaknesses. So there's nothing wrong with being weak. There's nothing wrong with admitting that we need help with things and that weakness might be something that we're struggling with, weakness in certain areas, because that's when God's strength is made perfect through us. God's strength is made perfect through us in our weaknesses, because when we are in our weaknesses, everyone knows it's not of us that these things are being done. The Lord can operate through us And everybody knows it's God and not us. That's why I believe it's so important to know that the Lord's strength is made perfect in our weakness. Because if we were strong all the time in everything we did, then everybody would be thinking that it was the people and not God doing the things that are being done. So that's a real important thing to keep in mind. Now it says in John chapter 8 verse 36, Therefore if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. And I'll say this again in a little more of a layman uh, verbiage uh, or English. Who the Son sets free is free indeed is an easier way of saying that. When the Son sets you free, the Son, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you will know it beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was the Son that set you free, and you will be free indeed. And so that's why I have been so excited This has been a new chapter for me in my life of being nicotine free since since struggling with uh, nicotine since probably around 1987, 88, somewhere around there when I was uh, a teenager um, all the way up until about seven, eight years ago or something like that. Um... I mean, quitting smoking was a big deal for me, but I was still addicted to the nicotine, and I just felt that I had to get off the nicotine. So finally, I put it in the Lord's hands, and I'm like, okay, Lord, we're going to do this thing, uh, and I'm going to need your help, because I can't do this on my own. And so um, it's kind of interesting the way it happened, because a friend of mine... You know, I'd already been pondering on the idea of of quitting the nicotine patches. And so I told myself, okay, this is the last box of nicotine patches I'm going to get. After this box is gone, I'm quitting. And I'd gotten part of the way through the box, and then a buddy of mine that I'm pretty close to was like, hey, uh, our church is doing a fast, a 21-day fast. And it's going to start on January the 9th and go till January the 30th. 
you ought to join in with us, man, and, and partake in this fast that we're going to do. I was thinking in terms of fasting from food at the time, but I wasn't really too keen on that idea at the time because I had a lot of stuff going on, and I just didn't really, I, I just honestly, I didn't feel like doing it. Maybe that was not good of me to think that way, but that's just the way I felt, you know, and I knew I was going to be trying to quit the nicotine and the last thing I wanted to do was to be restricting what I was eating. Um, and not that I couldn't have done it, but I didn't want to deal with it, I guess. But so anyways, the days are, are going by the patches. The number of patches I have is getting smaller and smaller it gets all the way down to the very last patch. So it's a Saturday morning. I put the patch on, the last patch. And so I wore the patch all that day. So the patch, you know, this, this patch is last maybe 24 hours, probably not quite 24 hours. So by Sunday morning, the next day, uh, the patch was used up. So the patch was gone, you know, by Sunday morning. So that Sunday was my first day being totally nicotine free. And it just so happened that that, that Sunday was January the 9th. That Sunday was January the 9th. And it was the first day that they had started the fast. Now, I didn't realize that until a couple days of being nicotine free. After about two or three days of being nicotine free, that was when I realized that you know that I had just started being nicotine free the same exact day that they were starting this fast so then I was like well I guess in a way I kind of unintentionally started the fast with everyone else uh, from the church from my friend's church so I decided to to just kind of look at it like I was fasting from the nicotine. I wasn't fasting food, but I was fasting from the nicotine. And so I was like, if I can go 21 days from January the 9th to January the 30th, that 21 days and stay totally nicotine free, me and the Lord got this. And then I was thinking about, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens, who strengthens me. So I knew the Lord was going to be with me in this. And then I got to that 21 day mark. And you know, well, about a week into it, I'm like, 
Okay, well, I think I'll be able to do this. Week two, I was like, I'm pretty sure I got this, but I'm not going to say that I'm set free from it yet. I wanted to make for sure that I was for sure going to be free from it. So then the third week comes. And after the third week, I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure this is, this is licked. This, uh, this addiction, the Lord's got this. The Lord's going to set me free from this. And so now here we are today. It's been exactly four weeks since I've been totally nicotine free. I really very rarely think about it. Every once in a while, I might think about it, but the cravings aren't really that bad right now. Um, I'm just, you know, with the Lord's help, I can get through it. I know I can. And so I just wanted, this is kind of more of a testimony kind of an episode because I was so excited to be a, uh, almost a month because a month and four weeks is not always exactly the same amount of time. But I will say it's been four weeks since I've been um, off the nicotine totally. And I'm just excited about it because this is a new chapter for me in my life of living life uh, again, totally free from nicotine. Um, and so it's it's just an awesome feeling to know that this is an addiction that that's that stuck with me through being set free from drugs, from being set free from alcohol, from being set free from being sexually abused as a kid. It's like everything else kind of fell by the wayside just about. And this was the last addiction that was a major addiction for me. Um, I still drink coffee, which, you know, I, I like my coffee, but... Um, I got my reasons why I'm not giving my coffee up, but, um, anyways, um, so I'm going to share a piece of poetry now called finally I'm free. And I was inspired to write this on January 31st. Um, this was the day after Uh, 21 days. So this was the 22nd day. Um, I had just finished the the fasting time the day before. And I was just kind of relishing the thought and idea of being totally set free from nicotine. And so I wrote this piece that the Holy Spirit inspired me to write. It's called, Finally I'm Free. I love you, almighty God, and I give you all the praise. Oh God, I will love, honor, and serve you all of my days. Oh Lord, it's because of you that I'm beyond blessed. It's only because of you, my King, that I have passed the test. This one test I had to continually take over and over again. I continue to fail the test because of my sin. Now I can truthfully and honestly say, finally I'm free. My king has loosed my chains that hindered me 
and he has truly unbound me. Praise you, O God, and I raise my voice, and I shout, finally, I'm free. My God has removed the scales from my eyes. Behold, now I can clearly see. I will sing my Lord a song, a song from the heart. Praise you, my King, finally I'm free. It's only because of my God that I have the freedom and delivering power of the Holy Spirit residing in me. Finally, I'm free and I don't want to go back. Why would I want to go backwards and live every day being oppressed by the enemy and leave myself unguarded for the enemy's attack? Finally, I'm free and my king has allowed me to pass the test. My God loves me. He watches over me and protects me. It's only because of him that I am so blessed. Finally, I'm free, and this is definitely not pretend. My God has released me like an eagle to soar into the heavens. I spread my wings, and I soar into the wind. My God patiently waited for me, even though I slipped up and fell on my face again and again. He waited for me. When I learned from my mistakes to lean on Him, He is my strength and my rock. He is my deliverer, and through Him I have truly received my deliverance. Praise God, finally I'm free. I give you all the praise, O God, for this wonderful work that you are doing inside of me. You loved me, filled me with your spirit. You set me free and delivered me. It's only because of you, my king, that I walk in this freedom. Praise God, finally I'm free. Praise the Lord. I hope uh, this uh, episode um, will be encouraging to someone um, it's uh, kind of a personal testimony by me, um, and it's a new chapter in my life, I know, for, for sure, and I pray that someone will hear this and be encouraged to want to try being set free or getting off of some addictions or things that are some addictive behavior and and I just pray that it'll, it'll be an encouragement to someone. It'll encourage you and lift you up. That uh, the Lord will let his light shine through you. And I just praise the Lord. Because without him, I, I wouldn't be free. You know, the thing that I love to talk about is being set free. I love talking about how the Lord has set me free from all those things that I did that were so addictive and self-destructive uh, that basically ruined my life for so many years and how he totally turned my life around. The Lord turned my life around. He took me, somebody that couldn't stay out of jail, psych hospitals and rehabs, and he's turned me around to where now I want to serve him. 
now I love spending time with the Lord and not spending time doing drugs or drinking or smoking cigarettes. And it's just a miracle what the Lord has done in my life. And so it's it's just an amazing thing. So uh, be encouraged. Know the Lord loves you and, and I love you too. And I, I pray for each and every one that hears this message that you will be encouraged and know that you are cherished by God. You are loved by God. And the Lord wants nothing more than to see you uh, get your life in line with what he wants you to do and and be a willing vessel to do what he wants you to do yield to him and surrender to him submit your life to the lord today and he will turn your life around i'm not going to say he'll turn it upside down he'll turn it right side up because when we try to do it or try to lead our life the way we want to we tend to turn it upside down when the lord gets a hold of us he'll turn it right side up so praise the lord um glory to god i pray that you are encouraged today god bless each and every one of you and may the lord truly reveal himself to you in a mighty way praise god have a blessed day bye bye